0: Today, a group of alumni of Rhodes University have written an open letter calling on the university's council to start addressing the process that students go through when reporting rape. We're on the line to, Ch- to Kim Joggensen, who's one of those alumni. Kim, thank you for joining us. Good afternoon.
1: Hi, Darshan. Hi. Thanks for having me on your show. And good
0: afternoon, to too. So, so how did this, list, this letter come about?
1: Well the letter came about, I think as all South Africans, we are concerned about what's happening on our campuses. Um, the people who signed the letter were people who were there in the nineteen nineties. Most of those people were activists on some level or another. Um, and we're concerned concerned citizens and We wanted to send a message to the students, but also to management, that we support initiatives that are taking place and that we think it's really important that the parties sit down and that management hears the crisis that students are feeling that they are in.
0: Mm, I I mean, you you note in the letter Rhodes doesn't have to be a a microcosm of, of, of South Africa. What was the point about that?
1: So the point about that, you know, Darshan, there was a study done in the United States in the 1980s, and we um, also found that um, universities were an ideal ground for sexual violence, much like the military and prisons, because they create their own culture and their own norms and practices. Now, what we say is we recognize that there are problems, that we live in a patriarchal society that there are huge amounts of discrimination against women in all strata of society. But what we are saying is in a place, particularly a place like Rhodes University, which is a small campus in a university town, perhaps that what is normal could be different. So perhaps we could be the leading institution to say we are going to create the new normal. And we believe that there are some what you may want to call some low hanging fruits, for example, that can start to be addressed immediately, that the university management in conjunction with the other players can say, what are the immediate steps that we can take? And maybe Rhodes is going to be the leading university, not just in the country, because this is not just a South African problem, this is a problem around the world and maybe Rhodes doesn't have to be a microcosm. Maybe now Rhodes can be a leader in changing the conversation and also in changing the experiences of young
0: women on our campuses. I just want to quote something from your letter. You say here, young women protesting topless can hardly be regarded as a threat to anyone's safety. You wanted to see an alternative from the vice chancellor. Who I'll remind our listeners is listening into this interview. We'll speak to him right after you, Kim. What would you have rather seen as an action from the university or even from the vice chancellor to to these young women that were protesting about a very horrific thing in our society, rape?
2: Mm.
1: So there's a couple of things, Darshan. One of the things is we we heard um, reports, even on this radio station, the reports were coming up saying students at Rhodes University are on the rampage again. And we're concerned that the story is being played out as if these students are misbehaving, that this is what the issue is, it's an issue of misbehavior. What we'd like to see, and we do believe that the Vice-Chancellor has the best of intentions and what we're reading in the media is that the Vice-Chancellor is committed to a process that he has set up task teams and we applaud him for that. It's an incredibly difficult issue to deal with. But what we said in the lesson is, wouldn't it have been great is instead of the university come I mean, instead of the police coming to arrest these students and to lay interdicts against them. Imagine if the Vice-Chancellor himself had been there with the sign saying, not on my watch. On my watch, this issue ends. So we're saying it would be good to see visibility from university management that says we are open to discussion, we encourage discussion from our lecturers, from our students, from workers around the campus and in the town, we encourage discussion and we invite people to be engaging with us. Rather than, I think what has happened, and it may not be as a direct result of management, but I think what happened is that it came across as uh, students were misbehaving, um, the security forces were called in, there's a big problem here. And the message that we try trying to send out, at least as this group of people who signed this letter, is that... We're all on the same side here. Kim. We will help in whatever we can, but we're all on the same side, and the vice-chancellor management needs to see that, that we're all in this together, and we encourage them to do what they can to deal with this issue.
0: Kim Jorgensen, thank you very much for joining us. She's one of the authors of that open letter to the Council of Rhodes University, and they've written this, uh, care of the vice-chancellor, Dr. Cesar Mabizela, who joins us on the line right now. Dr. Mabizela, thank you very much for your time. Good afternoon.
2: Good afternoon, Gershan, and good afternoon to the FFM listeners.
0: I I know you were listening to that interview in the background. We've also furnished your office with with a copy of this open letter. What's your reaction to to your former alumni, your former students?
2: Gershan, what Kim is saying is absolutely correct. I agree with her 100%. And in fact, we have done a lot of things that she is mentioning. We have made it very clear, Gershan, that we are not on opposite ends with our students insofar as the critical issues of sexual violence in general and rape in particular in our institution. We are in complete agreement. We need to rid our institution of the culture of sexual violence and rape. There, there is absolutely no question about that. And we have taken appropriate steps to, to deal with that in the, in the interim, um, any student who has a complaint of sexual violence can be to at the Legal Resources Center. They have offered their assistance, and they are assisting two students at the moment. We have committed to using external prosecutors so that we can effect justice as expeditious as possible. We have clearly indicated our commitment that we need to create a safe, secure, supportive, and empathetic environment for the survivors of these horrendous crimes and we are doing that we are increasing the capacity of our harassment office. And so there is a lot that we are doing in mm-hmm. the short term, and there are also some long-term arrangements. Uh, let me just comment about the police. We never called the police. The police came, and they were simply saying that the roads that had been dedicated were public roads. And insofar as the, our students who were protesting half-naked, they simply said that... Uh, they had to enforce the law of public indecency. And that is not something that came from the university. Could, I can could, tell you.
0: D- Dr. Mabizal, if I may stop you there, because you know, part of this letter says, you know, yes, the, you may have not called in the police uh, you know, to intervene, but but could you have not stood between those police officers and the young women of your campus who were protesting against an indecent assault on their dignity that happens at the university?
2: Gershin, Gershin, I was there it is I who requested the police to pull back. They were ready to, um, to enforce the law, and I asked them to pull back. And, and the reason that nothing happened, particularly on that day, was precisely because I stood between my students and the police, and I engaged the police, and I said to them, our students were protesting peacefully. Could you please pull back? And so uh, I can really tell you that on our side, we have already sided with our students. We must make sure that they are protected in any situation. Of
0: course, you, you've you know you've formed an interim task team to to deal with these policies around sexual misconduct, but also the reporting of of rape and sexual assault to the campus. Yep. What's the latest on that, Dr. Mabizela?
2: That task team is, is hard at work, and it has had two public meetings already to finalise the terms of reference and their mandate. They are looking more comprehensively on our, on our systems and structures because it is absolutely critical that we support our students. Those who come forward and want to report cases of sexual violence and, and, and raping, we must be sure that we are able to provide them with the necessary counseling, with the necessary support, and that we are able to assist them in marshalling enough evidence so that a rapist can be nailed and can be prosecuted to the full extent of the law and is removed from the face of our of our society mm-hmm. for us one rape is just one rape too many and i said before that we are a microcosm of our society but I believe as an institution of higher learning we can show the way and it is my wish that Rhodes University can become the world leader in dealing with issues of sexual violence in general and rape in particular